0: We're proposing eliminating the 30% business personal property tax floor uh, on new equipment to encourage those continued uh, investments in the state of Indiana. That's Governor Eric Holcomb talking about
1: his plan for 2022 priorities. Uh, in the state of Indiana, Tony Katz, ninety-three WIBC. Good morning. Uh, it, it is tried and true, Eric Holcomb. In in this case, how do you bring in more talent? How do you keep uh, them them here? Uh, conversations about not losing talent.
0: We want to make sure that we're not losing any potential talent around the world. If if they want to um, log in anywhere, but they want to live here.
1: Then there's the conversation of of taxes in general, and the idea that well maybe he doesn't want to engage tax cuts because he wants to make sure that cities and municipalities get the money they need in a COVID world. But we've got a five we have five what one billion dollars. That's the budget surplus that's expected by the end of June, which is wonderful. I don't think people are saying no to that. But should we not give tax cuts to Hoosiers because? A city needs to spend. Is is that the way we should be going about this? Is is this a plan that is helping or hurting businesses, and helping or hurt or helping or hurting Hoosiers in general? Doctor Matt Will joins us, economist at the University of Indianapolis. He's on the drivehebler.com hotline. Uh, Doctor Matt Will, you've been taking a, a look at this. First, let's let's take a a thirty thousand foot overview mm-hmm. of what it is Governor Holcomb proposed here. Your
0: take. You know, Tony, when I first read about it, I was very excited. I remember when we conversed about this yesterday. You read the headline, it's good. Cut personal property tax, which is a thorn in the side of small businesses in Indiana, and then boost up the IEDC and give them the ability to be more flexible. But then when I dug down, Tony, this is is not good. The personal property tax for Hoosiers who don't know this, it's a tax on stuff you own. So, if you're a small business on the corner, you're a restaurant, you've got furniture, kitchen equipment, it's a local tax just for owning the stuff. Tony, I like to equate it to the mafia. You know, you open your business, you you don't even have any sales yet, you don't even have any customers, and the government walks in and shakes you down for money for merely existing. And- but that's but uh,
1: but that conversation for example is about this 30%. So law requires businesses to pay in this uh, is a good write up from uh, IBJ uh, Emily Ketterer reporting law requires businesses to pay a tax on at least 30% of the purchase price of machinery and equipment every year even if the equipment is years old and no longer worth 30 percent of its original cost what governor holcomb is suggesting is bringing that floor down or possibly even eliminating it so there is no tax on that equipment that's got to be a good thing
0: but tony no it's only for new investments if you read the details he succumbed to local government the county the townships that are his bread and butter that are the big government of this state because it only applies to new investments So all those existing businesses, all those mom-and-pop shops will still have the same tax rate. Something that's 50 years old, they're still paying taxes on 30% of their purchase price.
1: So let's go over that one more time. I want to make sure everybody understands. If you're telling me I buy a a mixer, I'm I'm a bakery, I buy a mixer, it's $1,000. Round number, nice, simple round number. I'm paying 30% or $300 on that every single year I own that mixer no
0: matter how old it is? No, no, you're you're paying you're actually in Indiana, we have the seventh highest tax rate in the country for personal property taxes, fifteen percent. You're paying a fifteen percent tax on the value of that. And the value can never drop below thirty percent of the original purchase price.
1: So so do the math for me. If it's a thousand dollars when I buy it, what am I paying on it?
0: Oh, Tony, you're making me get out my calculator. Should you're paying 1000 No problem. We all we'll need see- to get
1: out our calculators. <laughs> this is it. This is where it gets so strange and so confusing because there's also a conversation about whether or not we're going to see tax cuts in the state. And I'm a believer that this is a perfect time to go about doing that, especially to make Indiana more attractive. There also has to be regulatory uh, uh, issues taken care of, talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. But this is a big one because top line it does look look like we're talking about a tax cut your argument is not necessarily over the long term
0: in fact it's not even for the short term or long term for existing equipment so you the number you just threw at me the thousand dollar mixer that you bought 30 years ago you're still paying 45 dollars a year just to own it and that's a thousand bucks tony what if you have a million dollars worth of equipment multiply that by a few zeros that's a lot of money and, yes, they're going to say there's a 40000 exemption. That's true for so the smallest of small businesses. But, Tony, $40,000 is nothing. You've got a few uh, uh, boilers. You've got some uh, kitchen equipment. You've got some furniture. Boom, you're going to hit, surpass that $40,000 in improvements really quick. And the new proposal, Tony, only applies to new investments. All the existing businesses, all the existing furniture and equipment and stuff you put in your building is not going to benefit from this. It's window dressing, Tony. It's not a legitimate tax cut for existing businesses.
1: So why, if, if it's that easy to break it down and to understand the issue, what is it that uh, Governor Holcomb, you feel, has has provided a business owners? And our business owners in, in Indiana, are they seeing it the way you are?
0: You know what, Tony, once they look at the details, they will see it exactly. I know personally business owners who have gone up against the personal property tax assessor, lost many times. They've, the, the assessor comes in and says things are worth more than they ever actually put into it because they say it's an improvement and the value is more than what the owner says. But I think, Tony, what the governor is really doing here, and this is the good part, so I'll give him credit for this, is he's trying to improve the toolbox for the IEDC. And for people that don't know, the Indiana Economic Development Corporation created way back with Mitch Daniels and Mickey Mauer, has been amazing. Everything we get in this economy that's beneficial to Indiana started with the IEDC and Mitch Daniels. And he's trying to give them a better toolbox to go to new businesses and new investments and say, hey, here's more incentive to invest in Indiana. And for that, he deserves a lot of credit. And the IEDC, I think, is one of the, the gold standard organizations of the state. And thank you to Mickey Maurer and thank you to Mitch Daniels for getting that thing started.
1: Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis, uh, discussing uh, Governor Holcomb's legislative goals for Indiana in 2022. A A lot of focus on education, training and workforce development. As I've discussed before, this is the totally unsexy stuff. It is hard to get people excited about workforce development, but he's having a conversation about the world of telecommuting and saying, "Why not live here, even if you're going to work somewhere else? This is the place that that you should you should be." Has he done anything in this legislative agenda to make it more attractive to work here for the telecommuter?
0: You know, I, I think the answer is yes, Tony. He's trying. and i got to give the governor credit for this this has been the bane of our existence we don't have beaches we don't have mountains and people just don't want to live in indiana they want to go to those cool sexy places and i give the governor credit for trying again to solve this problem um i don't know if it's easily fixed i don't know if this will do the trick but good for him for trying
1: is is the trying in in a uh an increase in dollars to get people to realize this is a place to live? Is it about uh, giving a, a level of credit or, or tax cut to make it easier to live? Where, where is the trying in your view? Uh, what is the thing that is of value?
0: Well, I, I, I think that allowing it to be easier to telecommute, and I know this will sound contradictory to what you just said, Tony, but the truth is if you want to live in Florida and work in Indiana, I'm going to be okay with that. Would I prefer you live here? Yes. But I want to provide an incentive for you to live wherever you want but work in Indiana. And I think that's the better route. We've been trying for years to get people to move to Indiana. Tony, I, I mean, I left Indiana when I graduated college. I came back to be with family. But the reality is kids that are 22 years old want to go to beaches and mountains. And let's, we, you can't fight reality. Um, so I think the incentive should be to work here but live wherever you want.
1: How much – and I look, I have theories on that, and I'll get to it uh, at another time. How much of this, when we take a look at this budget or or take a look at this this agenda, is about making sure local governments get their tax revenue? Because I'm – it, 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 you've seen Americans take haircuts. They're, they, they've, they're dealing with inflation. They, they dealt with lockdowns. But yet somehow we think our local government never has to take a haircut. How much of this agenda from Governor Holcomb is about ensuring local governments get theirs? Oh, tell
0: me, tell me. 100%. Why do you think there's this massive mafia loophole to not give the benefit to existing businesses with existing equipment? Remember, Mitch Daniels left office, and one of the regrets he had, he said, is he could not reform local and township government. He tried, and you got to remember, Holcomb was in the administration for Daniels, but he's not a Daniels guy. He's a Republican guy. He's a big Republican, big government guy. Daniels was all about shrinking the size of government. He would always say, you know, for every size increase, and I'm paraphrasing, in the size of government, you lose a little bit of your freedom. Trust me, Holcomb's next budget is not going to be about shrinking the size of government. It's going to be about spending all that excess money, and that's my concern. I'm glad that he's one that takes part of it and give us some tax cuts to incentivize businesses to come here. That's good. I'm giving him a lot of credit for that. But there's just a lot of uh, spending going on, and that's what we've seen. And, and Republicans are you know, turning into the Democrats when it comes to spending in the state of Indiana.